On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out how Mark does at college in Invincible, how Scott Pilgrim does at taking off on Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, and what will win show of the year as we hand out the final four shishies. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the entirety of the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be your host for this episode. I have um, a couple friends here with me, just a couple of them, a couple of boys here. Uh, let me bring on Ryan first. Um, I don't Is boys, that's a little demeaning. Is boys? I thought boys was like... You're my wait, boys, wait, it, or like a term of endearment. How are you spelling it? B-O-Y-Z. Obviously. Oh, okay. Obviously. Uh, excellent. Excellent work. Okay. So do you want to like re-come in like with the proper energy now knowing that you're a boy with a Z? Now that I know it, I would like you to start your entire day over, starting with your alarm going off, <laughs> go through the entire 16 hours, get to the studio, and start the recording again. Okay. Yeah. I could definitely do all of that. Um... I'm gonna do it right now. Okay, there you okay. go. Do you want me to? Do you want me to bring Mike in? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and bring your mic in. Uh, this is the other boy with a Z. This is Mike. Boys, 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 boys. See, fucking thank you. That's the energy, Ryan. Take notes. I would also like to point out to the people who are not in the studio audience that uh, Cassie is representing the boys so hardcore that her T-shirt is me and Mike in '90s gangster clothes, a la Bugs and Taz from it's back in the day. Us in '90s gangsters clothes, and the us in '90s gangsters clothes has the Looney Tunes and gangsters clothes on it. It's, it's so five-dimensional chess, people. It's the raddest shirt that's ever existed, though. Oh no, you guys know the minute I get a little tips here, that shirt is getting made. <laughs> Yeah, a little peek for everyone. Uh, Mike has frequently made some shirts out of bits, and it's basically all of his wardrobe right now. My wife is divorcing me (laughs) because of my novelty t-shirts. But she's getting those shirts in the divorce. Oh, yeah, I made it clear. That's all she'll get out of my cold, dead hands. If you uh, Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, at pop. Filter. At your pop filter. At your pop filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because every time you uh, see a reel of ours, it has a little clip of a minute of the show. That minute of the show will become a t-shirt. And yes. you, the great news is that you cannot buy it on the website. No. So, no cool. They're impossible to get. I keep spending them and then just sending them to you guys. And you keep going, why? Just like my wife. Um. We'll see how many t-shirts we get to make out of tonight's show. Um, under over, I'm going with four shirts. How do you guys feel about it? Each? Yeah, four yeah. Shir- shirts. Four each. unique shirts each. And then, yeah, it's just a competition between me and Cassie who can say the shirtiest catchphrase. And yeah. right now, I will say, my sheep has a dildo in its mouth and a dildo in its butt. I don't know why I paused there. Like, I wasn't just going to say dildo again. <laughs> yeah, we all knew where it was going to go. Uh, sorry to tell you, Ryan, right now, over under four shirts is winning over what you just said. <laughs> also, you said that was your catchphrase? Well, yeah, that I think a shirt should be made out of. Gotcha. Yeah, perfect. Oh, let's put on the list. Uh, my catchphrase is a shirt that should be made out of. As it's a shirt. <laughs> Man, these shirts are getting confusing. <laughs> this is too much. Um, speaking of too much, is this sh- episode, is this show going to be too much? Simply no. Yes. It cannot be, guys. Oh. We do have a lot going on, though. We are going to be talking, we got four shushies to give away. The remaining four, remaining four shushies. We're going to be talking about Scott Pilgrim and, of course, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, but before we get to all of that, let's go to our main event and talk about Invincible. Invincible. episode of season two of Invincible. Mark goes back to college and is trying to live a normal life while his mom is trying to heal after finding out her husband is the biggest piece of shit to ever exist. All of this gets harder in episode four 
when we find out that the bug people that led Mark to their home planet were told to do so by Omni-Man, a.k.a. Mark's dad, who almost murdered him. And he has also become their emperor. Omni-Man has a new bug wife and a half-bug child who he tells Mark that he must defend from the other Viltrumites that are going to destroy this whole planet. Taste buds, I ask you, what would you do if your dad tongue some chick you just met said this is your half-brother and now you have to die for him? I... What would I do again? <laughs> <laughs> well, based on the porn that Mike watches, it's jump in there and... Tongue him, tongue her with Three-way him. Three way tongue him. Uh, I watched this week. I watched this episode of Invincible and Mutant Mayhem, which has Splinter uh, hooking up with Scumbug. So, a lot of bug no. tongue kiss. I've seen a lot of this this week. Um, I uh, let's focus on this real quick before we get to the overall. Um, I, th- I think that maybe Mark is being a little racist. I don't know if this counts towards... Like, you can't just be like, oh, they look human, so that's sexy. You look right. different than me. Th- you're, this is disgusting. Yeah. I don't like how much people call them insects. I don't like how Cassie kept saying bug wife and bug brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's it what feels the- like the G. It's a hard G. Oh, that's, that, is, that, is, that is my bad. I will reflect on this. I apologize. I will grow. Uh, also, insects. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Insects. Yeah. Girl, we're going to have some insects tonight. The whole thing, I remember reading this, right? It was a long time ago. Um, But I think a lot has changed in my life since then, um, changed in society since then. Omni-Man, for different reasons, bothers the shit out of me. Uh Uh-huh. And I know killing thousands of people on Earth and almost destroying your son is why he's a bad guy. But I'm so fucking sick of these people saying, I keep fucking up. Everyone else has to handle it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so sick of hearing people say this to their children or to other people's children. I, I can't take it anymore. Oh, you're just going to leave your half-brother to die because of the things I've done, Mark? That's the kind of person you are? Okay. <laughs> Look at this. Fuck hey, Reddit, am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> and especially in this case, because it's strictly because he can't keep that dick in his pants. Like, mm-hmm. so mm. many times he's just like, well, they're going to come and destroy this whole place because I've made another offspring. And I'm like, damn, motherfucker, like, handle it. He's, it's been Wait, a couple whoa, of whoa, months. Whoa, 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 what do you mean, handle it? <laughs> Yeah, get a bug-sized coat hanger and handle it. <laughs> this is another liberal demanding post-birth abortions. <laughs> it's all liberals want. The post-birth ones. I do it with my teeth. <laughs> what? What? Invincible. Uh, yes, Omni-Man is a piece of shit. Yeah, you heard it here first. It. I screamed at my TV when Mark... Hugged his dad. Yeah. Yeah, I was real worried Fucking. about what they were gonna do with this reunion, but he 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 brought it back. He brought it back. He he really got at his dad. He said he was like, "You don't get to call me your son. Fuck yeah. you." Um, he got a couple things in there at least. He dropped a lot of the fuck yous, and that's a that's a classic moment in a father and son's relationship. Is your first like, "Fuck you, man. You're not the boss can, of me." Can't wait to have my own someday. <laughs> to to say it to your son. To say it to my son before it, he can say it to me. It's important to do it the second they're born. <laughs> they're born, I just go, fuck you. <laughs> I um, said it into the birth canal. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'll go back to the third episode. So we do have a little bit of Mark just going to college. Did you guys know that this instantly wouldn't last, not even for a whole episode, that we couldn't get this boy just having a good old college time? Yeah, he's, he, he's not a happy man. Uh, but he did have sex, so that's good for him. He sure did. Yeah, um, I guess this is kind of the way that the show works, and th- it's sort of superhero tropey, I guess. But like, the world just pauses for them and their adventures, and maybe we'll get something where they go back, and it's like, oh, time works differently. Although mm. on Earth, they already said like he's been gone for two weeks or three weeks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do remember in the comic book he would disappear for years on <laughs> adventures. Yeah, I could see. The show just being like, yeah, man, you have to, at most, start your freshman year over again in the winter. <laughs> yeah, he's got a red shirt. Um, while he is boning, Paul F. Pop Filter Hall of Famer Paul F. Tompkins doesn't want us to see any of that. Right. So he takes us to space and gives us uh, Alan the Alien and what he's doing after season one, basically. And before. And before. We see the origin. Um. And this is fine. Like, this is a, another story. And I, like, 
the way that Robert Kirkman writes, you know, the source material for this and other comic book shows that we won't talk about, um, they're very expansive in scope, you know, and this is sort of how you have to do it is tell multiple stories. They're like novelistic, I guess. But something felt off and it wasn't that we're following Alan. This episode, these two episodes kind of together, but especially the third one just felt weird to me and I couldn't put my finger on it, but it was just stilted and almost like an MCU show that was a different form at some point and then got chopped up back together yeah. because of some studio exec saying something. I kept being like, and now the episode's almost done. And now oh, the episode's And this then halfway the through, scene. there was credits. Yes. The- and then there was then, 30 minutes. Yeah, that was uh, shocking, to say the least. I think part of what made it feel... And we love PFT. He's in the Hall of Fame. This is not on him, but when half of your story is narrated... That's some Shawshank bullshit. That means you don't believe in the actual story you're telling, so you had to bring in somebody talented to kind of cover all those patches up. Like how we had to bring in Cassie in to do that? Yeah. For the show? She narrates the show. (laughs) I'm glad. These two idiots were at it again. (laughs) I could say that so many times throughout this. (laughs) The, um... I'm glad you guys said that because I haven't watched as much, so I wasn't sure if this was just the pattern it followed frequently, but I... I would have to like go back. I would hit back 15 seconds because I was like, wait, did I jump an episode? Like the amount of times I checked that it didn't like g- move on to a new episode. I was like, oh no, they're just really like really patching stuff in. It it almost feels like at times if they're like, you don't know what a TV show can do, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. But like, I do. Cool I do way. though. Yeah. We've watched a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's just one of those like, and a, uh, Three and four, no, three and four came out in separate weeks. So I was going to say if they all dropped at the same time, they would just assume that you would blast past three into right. four and you wouldn't even notice that it was a shoddy single episode. But mm-hmm. that didn't happen either. And they've done this thing where they do do post credit scenes that are sometimes pretty long, but this is the first time that it's half the episode. 30 minutes is, that is, that's <laughs> some crazy post credits. <laughs> yeah. Truly insane. Uh, I want Marvel to do that their next movie, where people are like, yeah, I, I, I'll watch it online. <laughs> Fuck that, and it's forty five more minutes. Um, the fourth episode, we do have. We're kind of back to like what I felt like was more. I guess it's just because Omni Man was back, so we got um, a lot more gore and everything. Did episode yeah. four? Did it uh, like fix those problems for you guys, or do you still feel? N- it, it was it more focused to a real episode. Yeah. yeah, it was more focused and yeah, I think the gore really brings you home. I think that you know, oh yeah, this is invincible. It's um somebody's eye just popped out. So that's it, cool. I it's cartoons and we've seen it and there's still time. So I was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. When the guy is holding in his own entrails to go kill them. I was just like, "This chef rules." <laughs> I'm and a I, simple creature. I expect that to be part of my life as well, but I think the one that got me was um Omni-Man pulls the lady's ponytail towards him. Yeah. She, she uses it as a weapon. I've never seen that before. And uh, then catches her face, her mouth on his elbow, and just busts her whole head open. Yeah. No jaw. Uh, uh, good times. Classic. <laughs> good times. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's it's hard to back up what the Viltrumites are doing. It's hard at this point to root for Omni-Man. I remember yeah, a time no. reading the comic books where you do get there. Um, and Omni-Man's just part of the team. Um, that feels like such a long hope, time ago. I hope they don't do that. It's so gaslighty. It's It's so... He's not doing anything to earn. And you can't earn thousands of murders back. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. You have uh, thousands of babies and say, Mark, protect those babies. <laughs> this is on you. This is your burden now. For Take never them. teaching me, your father, how to use a condom. <laughs> And what bug woman? Oh, now I sound like Cassie. <laughs> uh, what bug woman only has one baby at a time? Yeah, we know how these things do. <laughs> also, how Thousands. short are their lives? I was very confused by that conversation. Is it a fucking day? Because it sounds like it's a, a fucking day. Oh, okay. <laughs> a year, a human year is how long their whole lifespan is. Damn, that's devastating. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, have dude. you seen our have you seen our country? Do you want to live here more than a year? But I don't know how big of a piece of shit I am, and if I only got a year to try to get it right, woof. <laughs> devastating. Devastating for me. 
What if it was like Groundhog Year, and then you just started in the same place again? Whoa. Try you can learn right. more in a year than in a day. Hmm. So true. So wise. I'm wise as shit. <laughs> there was, um, I don't know his mom's name, Sandra O's character, Mama. 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 Um, Judy? We're just going to say remember. Mama. Sandra's character. Yeah, Mama. Um, she started going to like a uh, support group. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is just like super powered people who have like the spouses of super powered people. No, because she was surprised that the Green Ghost's husband was there. This is people who have lost people to soups. Uh, this feels very like a pe- akin to stuff that's in The Boys. I felt bad for mom. How about you guys? <laughs> well, I mean, that's every scene of every episode. Yeah. I feel bad yeah. for this woman who uh, they keep bringing up more and more that she was called a pet that one time. Uh, <laughs> just terrible. Mark even brings it up to Omni Man. Like, you killed th- 3,000 people or thousands of people and you called mom a pet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she goes out on not a date, but something to at a bar with a spouse of the Theo! green ghost um and they reveal who each other yeah. are and she says i'm omni omni man's wife and he's like you get the fuck out of here I, we never want to see you again so that's how her life's going yeah that was brutal was she in the in part of the montage was she walking barefoot through the city mm-hmm it's not she, doing well yeah that's not a good idea do you know how many like broken Pieces of glass are in the city. Yeah. Suburbs. So much. Walk barefoot. It's fine. Yeah. It's just dog poop and the burbs. A bunch but of dog poop. Big city. Though. Glasses. Eyeglasses. Broken <laughs> Hypodermic needles. needles. Yeah. And still dog Bro- poop. Yeah. And more dog, grosser dog poop, honestly. Um, There was. So at the end of. I'm jumping around a lot. But we did. Does Omni Man die? Um, do we give this spoiler? Do you guys know? Oh no, he gets no. executed or whatever. He, huh? He's in like a medivac thing. The same thing with their the Viltrumites. A ship comes down, right? And we meet like the next big bad general. What's his fuck? Uh, but mm-hmm. they put one of their guys in like this like e- space EMT stretcher thing, and they also have Omni Man in one. So and then, I mean, Alan's not dead either. So if you right. just put. You're all of your body parts into a tube. The tube will figure it out. That's why I always have a tube. The future's going to be so rad. I can't wait to just be a tube person. I'm going to take my intros out for fun, go climb in the tube, and then have it fixed. <laughs> Watch this shit. Um, so that's basically all that happens in these two episodes. Uh, are you guys. I gotta gonna... s- sorry, I got to say that like after definitely the second episode, I thought this show was like back to popping off. And I don't know. It's, I kind of left me not as stoked i i think the fourth episode made me more stoked though i was curious the the opening scene of the whole series is a montage of mark being sad to radiohead the fourth episode when we see what omni man's been up to is a montage to nick cave and the bad seeds what other 90s sad band band montages are we gonna hear the rest of this season uh twisted sister (laughs) Such classic sad man music. <laughs> and th- there is this pattern I've noticed in this second season of the song at the same time in every episode. Yeah. I don't remember that from the first season, but that was so long ago, so maybe it happened. Eight years. Yeah. Let's go to moments of the week. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, there's only one, Cassie, so I can answer for all three of us if you'd like. All right, go for it. Uh, Paul Tompkins is trying to not have us watch sexy things on Earth, on another planet. He pulls back and to a cute little cat and then the cat lifts his leg and licks both of his alien buttholes (laughs) (laughs) that's the sexiest thing in the whole show (laughs) no i said moment of the week not specifically the sexiest thing but i guess same old same difference for for me it's like whatever whatever rocks your box Uh whatever rocks your box (laughs) like kids say what's your Uh, i got two one knife hair is fucking awesome yeah i thought that was a dope still fight choreography uh, and also, we did get uh, Ben Schwartz, uh, Shape Smith, for like a scene. And yeah. he said, I'd like to run in a stationary location. Is that cool, Beans? <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's so nice to feel seen on screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my moment of the week is when Mark's mom's dropping him off at college and she tells him not to do drugs and he has to question, would it even work on me? And the yeah. most mom response of, don't try. We don't need to find out. <laughs> like, so good. Such a heartwarming moment. Oh, wait, Kessie, I did have two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one was the cat's top butthole and the other is the cat's uh, bottom butthole. Mm, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so now that everybody definitely knows there was two buttholes on that cat, I think we can end this Um Invincible is on Amazon Prime. That is it for the segment, but I do have some time to talk about a website. Mike, you got any mm. big website ideas rolling around in that head of yours? I do. I've been cooking this up one for a while, and I'm so glad uh, Ryan brought it up, the cat's top ho- butthole and bottom butthole. <laughs> yeah, you uh, really liked that is, that he brought it's that so up. It's so clear that Cassie asked you to do a website, so it wouldn't be about two buttholes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> about two buttholes. <laughs> well, too. well. It, it could be as many holes, buttholes as you have because it is rateyourhole.org. No. Uh, just <laughs> upload a picture. Buttholes are like snowflakes no. or thumbprints. Uh, take a picture of that starfish. No. Upload it to our website, and we will tell you how it compares to other people's. Oh, you have a twin butthole in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, we're working on butthole rateyourhole.org wrapped. Uh, so at the end of the year, we can give all the stats out and people can share it on their Instagrams. What stats? Oh, there's like 300 people with similarly shaped buttholes. Uh, these shaped buttholes all had the same background. Uh, wow, it's weird. They took it next to their dog and we can see your dog in the background of your butthole pic. Uh, <laughs> can see the those dog's kinds butthole? of fun stats. Your, and your dog's butthole. Uh, you can do butthole swaps. Like There's the face swap thing. So like your b- dog's buttholes on your butt, your buttholes on your dog's butt. Now, can you take, um, if you could see my eyes and my butthole, can you take my, my one of my eyes and put it in my butthole and then take my butthole and cover up my two eyes? Yeah, uh, yes. It, you, your eye will be, you'll have a blue blue eye down there and then two brown eyes up there. Now, like, when you say upload, <laughs> that's a lot of the times, like, that is that what, like, what we're doing with the butthole in the first place? Yes. Putting load up there. Okay. This is a fucking terrible idea, and I hate you two um, together. You are the host. <laughs> You're a monster. I am the this monster. This is all on you. I yeah. Run yeah, a yeah, tighter yeah. ship, you guys as have... tight as those buttholes at rateyourbutthole.org. You brought it back. Now I have to respect it. Uh, and now that I respect it, I can send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net. That's because they're going <laughs> to make you build an exceptional website. They offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security. <sighs> Gonna need that on the whole yeah, website. These, these holes are gonna get hacked. <laughs> they're gonna get hacked. Um, they're gonna do maintenance, and God bless them for doing that. Backup speed optimization. They focus on collaboration. Um, they love buttholes. That's CyberStrut.net, your partner for digital world. Coming up next, let's give away some shishies. It's time we're giving away the final four shishies of the year. I can't believe we've done it. We've drawn it out. Let's say four months, five months, a whole year. Who knows? Who can say? But we're down to the final four. And Ryan, what are we going to determine first? Our first award tonight, Cassie, is Best Supporting Actor. Um, do we all know what that means? Yes. Okay. For sure. Your first nominee is from the show Sweet Tooth. It is Adil Akhtar. Cassie, do you remember that guy? Um, give me a quick... Mike, re- do you remember that guy? Dr. Singh. Dr. Singh. What do you think of that guy? I such a this is basically a children's show and such a complicated he is, if not a villain, an antagonist, and such a complicated, nuanced dude of he doesn't want to do this stuff, but he is hurting our heroes in the name of quote unquote the greater good and saving his own ass. Uh and he he injects so much humanity and empathy. He's like, I'm so sad that I have to kill these. Uh, hybrid ki- kids, but I'm gonna do it, even though my wife is gonna leave me now. But I will do it with a sad face. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna kill this little turtle kid. Uh, but he does do a really good job at like making you feel like he does feel bad about it. Like, you, yeah, you actually have sympathy for him, which is a hard thing to do when you are straight up just murdering some little kids. So sad that if like I see an animal that looks like a little kid, I might hurt it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying I will. I'm saying I don't know if I will or not. So don't. That's not up to me. me to decide. Cassie, your next nominee from Harley Quinn. It's Christopher Maloney who plays Jim Gordon. Again, 
we love this little piece of shit. There's just, he's just a, such a perfect little piece of shit character that comes on screen and brings you so much joy. He delivers every line perfectly, and by that I mean um, you feel that he might just end it all at any moment. Um, <laughs> Which I would lo- be good for society, good for Gotham. Yes. Yeah, but and that's how you know he never will. He will always exist. He'll always <laughs> be there. Um, he kills it every time. He's It's the worst character that you love to see on screen. It's It's so awesome that, in hindsight, Maloney has been honing this character his entire career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he that different than the cook from Wet Hot American Summer? No, no, he is not. Uh, Mike, the next nominee from American Born Chinese, it's Daniel Wu, who plays Sun Wukong. Sun Wukong, a.k.a. the Monkey King or Monkey God? Monkey Prince. Monkey Prince, excuse prince. me. Prince. Uh, this guy rules. Uh, to I think to have all that prosthetics uh, and makeup on and still be able to emote the way he does, and he's kind of a piece of shit harsh dad but you root for him and the wire work he does is fucking sick <laughs> he was on the wire he's oh uh, would you know american born chinese kind of feel most reminds me of the wire yeah it's our uh, generation's the wire in the level of complexity of the stories it tells and it takes place in baltimore with the police and they're all in the police in baltimore and next season that's how we know we're gonna get the ports <laughs> uh cassie next time any I don't have a lot of information here. It says he's a lowly pasta maker in Gotham City. That's all you need to know. It's all you need to know about this beautiful boy who is a lowly pasta maker. And um, the world is unfair to him and unkind. Um, the and world he- is unfair and unkind to him. That's what we're <laughs> going with? Even though he has fucked buildings <laughs> down. He is yeah. a throbbing he 9-11. He didn't want to do that, okay? That was a love potion gone wrong because, again, the world is unkind to him. And he's just uh, out here trying to live. Um, that's the same thing Al-Qaeda said about 9-11. <laughs> a love potion gone wrong. The problem is we loved New York too much. Too much. Love that one. Uh, but, yeah, this is Bane. Uh, again, just like... They they come in for these short little stories that kind of just throws to them, but it's perfect. Didn't he find love, too? I can like only... And we keep saying Bane. It's uh, James Adomian. James Adomian, yes. <laughs> we should, This is supporting actor, not supporting character. They're one and the same in my heart. <laughs> Cassie, your final nominee is an actor who always makes you say, Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow um yeah he's been killing it on loki he's one of the parts that just like keeps you coming back um perfect delivery perfect comedic timing where you like i sometimes forget how funny he can be because of i don't know it's owen wilson um but then he'll deliver a line just like with the perfect timing the perfect sad face and uh keeps you coming back or not deliver a line be in the background of a scene Writing no skin and <laughs> dust on a panel. Skin, question mark. <laughs> Genius. An actor, is, a great actor of our time. That is Owen Wilson from Loki. Mike, did you find it weird that throughout this show, um, Owen Wilson would make it so none of your cards could go down in cost and none of your opponent's cards could go up? It was a little annoying. Yeah. I agree. Annoying card. Um your nominees are Adil Akhtar from Sweet Tooth, Christopher Maloney from Harley Quinn, Daniel Wu from American Born Chinese, James Adomian from Harley Quinn, and Owen Wilson from Loki. And your winner is... James Adomian, who played Bane on Harley Quinn. Yeah. The absolute taking over of Harley Quinn of the shishies. We know what we like. <laughs> and it's Bane. It's not and even it's Harley Quinn. It's fucking Bane. <laughs> See? It's good. Even when Mike does an impression of it, it's good. What do you even mean even when? That's even a win. flawless that, impression. That's how you fucking know it can do it. If that if that still made you laugh, imagine what the real one is. What's fucked up is that was Mike's Jack Nicholson. I was born to the pasta, Cassie. <laughs> you nearly adopted it. We can't understand you, and we're right next to you. I'm sure our <laughs> podcast listeners love this. Oh, they'll, they'll super get it. They're, they're laughing their balls off. Our next award is Best Actor. Let's keep giving awards to men. Let's, Let's go, men. for the boys. Uh, our first nominee, this is from Mike. He plays Clark Kent, and his name is Jack Quaid. 
Ah, Jackie boy. I fucking love this kid, man. Nepo baby or not. He does such a good job in everything he does, but right now we're specifically talking about My Adventures with Superman. Uh, captures the hope, the humanity. He is Clark Kent first. We've said it all season. This is a Marvel show in DC trappings. Uh, and it's it's rests on his very broad, drawn shoulders, pretty skinny and lithe shoulders in real life. Uh, yeah, he makes you fall in love with Clark Kent. Do you know who his mom is? Meg? Mm-hmm. Ryan? Mm-hmm. He calls Orion mommy. You call Orion mommy. Just a weird We're so similar. Cassie, what do you think about uh, Jackie Q? He honestly, like, I would have never thought to put him as Superman, but he's doing such a perfect job. And I don't know if it's because, like, this is a younger Superman. Well, compared to the other Superman that we currently watch. Uh, but he does such a good job at like this college-aged, uh, just Superman trying to figure it out. And because of who votes on this, uh, can't win Best Actor for his other show, so it's got to yeah. be for this one. Got it. That's why I heard, actually, he took this role, so he could <laughs> finally get some goddamn shushies. Cassie, next somebody is from American-born Chinese. This is Jimmy Liu, who plays Sun, the main character of the show. Uh... So good. Underrated. Well, I don't know about underrated, but he really took me by surprise. Um, the way he perfectly plays like this being thrown into Earth, just pure sunshine and excited about everything, also while ruining another person's life simultaneously and being so happy about it. Love it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cassie, why don't you keep going with Kit Connor from Heartstopper. So let me be clear. This is played by, or he plays Nick Nelson. Charlie was not nominated. The no guy, Joe Locke, Joe Locke, who plays Charlie, was not nominated. Kit Connor, who plays Nick, was. Nick Rugby seem- Boy, right? Yeah. Does that yeah. seem weird? Um, A little bit, because they both have, like, the two main, like, I I feel like they have the same equal amount. Um, Mike of is- screen time, for sure. But you think this guy can't act like he's not meeting up for main guy? I I think Nick is a great actor and does so much uh, and is small. Like, he makes a lot of cool, small choices uh, that gives his character depth. And, man, we're not here to talk about – we're not here to talk shit. We're here to talk good. All I'm saying is the kid who plays Nick does a great job with what he's given. And that's why he is nominated. (laughs) He does do a great job. He is good at this. He can act. Yeah, and I think that it is weird to... We don't often see the jock kid become such a three-dimensional character. Yeah. Right. Um, Mike, the next nominee is uh, Tom Hiddleston. Um, from what? <laughs> also from Heartstopper. He was oh, what? He, he was on a poster and disappeared scene. into the character of Heartstopper, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the shining light of the show that's named after him, but also the shining light of whatever fucking phase we are in Marvel. Like, if there's any hope, it rests on him, and now he's gone, so that sucks. <laughs> um, he, who knew, like, Loki used to be like, oh, he's fun when he shows up, and Hiddleston was great at being like, oh, he's so evil, and in this, just like he is a hero, and the the journey he's gone on, he captures all of it so fucking well. My prediction is that he is not gone, not gone. No, and I think that he they're gonna lean on that character um, to pull all the strings, literally, to um, make all the Battle changes that they need world. to do with all the controversy that's going on. Battle world, battle world. Cassie, Mike got one, so you're gonna get one. Your Clark Kent is Tyler Hoechlin. The real Superman. The Superman who walks among us. Um, This is... Throwing shade. (laughs) No, like, this is, like, you know, like, you can go meet him if you pay, like, some money. I'm sure you can meet this one. Um, I guess you can meet Jack Quaid. My shit doesn't make sense, and thank you for calling me on it. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. That is a good one. Um... That we've always loved what he's brought to this Superman, this like real dad, um, just a, a very realistic portrayal of like, 
a suburban dad who also has superpowers and has to save the world. Like, he's so grounded. He cares so much about his family and also all of the world. And it's he does a great job of just encapsulating it all. Yeah, he, he really... He, what he really does is, I'm a dad who's great at my job. I wish I was great at being a dad. And I'm just not always great at that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and what, what's crazy about that is that uh, most dads uh, never realize that. They're, no. They are awful at their job. And they just always think that they're great at their job. And he doesn't, he doesn't hide behind that. He wants to get better. No, he hides behind that damn cape and that fucking curl in the front of his hair. Ryan? That curl stands for hope on his world. <laughs> Our nominees are Jack Quaid from My Adventures with Superman, Jimmy Liu from American Born Chinese, Kit Connor from Heartstopper, Tom Hiddleston from Loki, and Tyler Hoechlin from Superman and Lois. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an award that Harley Quinn cannot win. Oh my are gosh. we sure? Your winner is Tom Hiddleston from Loki. Hell yeah. He is saving the MCU, so... Even if it is more of a Lifetime Achievement Award, still happy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to say that at the award ceremony right <laughs> after you hand them the award. That's why people <laughs> like our shit. We are real. <laughs> I mean, who do you think deserve deserves it then? A Superman? Uh, probably a Superman. I, this is not an award, but I do think that we have to give Superman the character of the year. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he did sort of own our year. All right. Should we give... A woman in an award. <sighs> oh, I mean, if we have to, am I right? All right, Cassie, this time you... No, Mike, this time you're going to go... No, wait. Cassie, this time you're going to go animated. Okay. Uh, nominated for Lois Lane. It is Alice. It's important that you figured that out. <laughs> Thank you. And then you made it take longer with the interruption. And that will not be edited from the show. Should I rebut now? <laughs> you are a rebut now. Uh, Alice Lee, who plays Lois Lane on My Adventures with Superman. There's you got to bring this energy when you're Lois Lane, and it's that you're a kick-ass woman. One, let's go, women. Um, you're hyper as fuck, dedicated to your work, and a little bit insane. And she does it so perfectly. Uh, it's such a great Lois that she brings. There's. I'm not saying the amount of danger, but the amount of times. Superman is put in danger is roughly the same with Lois Lane as it is the villains in the show. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and that part I like. Uh, Mike, your Lois Lane is played by Bitsy Tolick. Uh, yeah. I call her Elizabeth because I am not close to her, but people call her Bitsy Tolick from Superman and Lois. I call her Bitsy. We're close. Uh, she, this kind of role in general, the mom who is telling the boys what to do and what not to do, uh, historically on TV, people don't love because they're sexist, and I think Bitsy Tulloch does it with grace and aplomb uh, and charisma. She gets the hey y'all of the wife. That them on the porch with the wine together is always delightful. She goes to toe to toe with Clark when it comes to courage, and then I think a cancer storyline on a CW show. Yeah, working. That's because of fucking Bitsy, my friend. Give it to Bitsy. <laughs> Leave it to Bitsy. Uh, all right, well, that feels like a win right there. But wait, who's nominated now, Mike? Her name is Kaylee Cuoco. What is she from? Cuoco, Cuoco. Uh, this is, of course, Harley Quinn is back in the mix. And I think as a you know, longtime Harley Quinn lover, she's permanently on my body, I think this show, most normies are like, oh, I finally get why this character is popular. Uh, and Kaylee Cuoco has comedic timing. Even though she was on the biggest quote-unquote comedy for 12 years, uh, she's finally proving her comedic chops because there's material that rises to her talent. It's so weird because I love Kaylee Cuoco's performance. I love the lady who just died's performance. Mm-hmm. from Arlene Dad. Sorkin? Uh, yeah, I like Arlene Sorkin. <laughs> Sorkin Arlene's dick. And I, uh, I love Margot Robbie's performance. <laughs> So why do I hate this character so much? It's just people like me? I guess, yeah. Um, I don't know, just so much in between that. It's just uh It's the hot topification of her. Yeah, and like the you know, it's why I hated Wolverine so much growing up. Like so much of them. Um so that's I guess the winner, because Har- no, Cassie, Harley Quinn has two female leads. 
Lake Bell is nominated for Best Actress of the Year. There's this talent. Um, it's so. It's so. It's like delight when you find it. When a woman can. When a woman is bitchy funny at the same time, like she has this like sarcastic deadpan uh, delivery of a lot of things that just is the perfect match to this Poison Ivy. Yeah, to to do so well, monotone is mm. impressive. Yeah, <laughs> like she doesn't. There's not a lot of highs or lows in her delivery, but she still puts in so much emotion in there somehow. And uh, is this just me? Or are you two fucking with me? You two are both clearly talking about Cassie, right? Yeah, the funny bitch all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, she's. I mean, she's never like outshined on this show she's always equally funny and but never gets to do the like the wacky i'm gonna hit things with the mallet part mm-hmm. you know yeah um the final nominee i'm gonna go with i'm gonna talk about it's lily reinhardt from a show that's going away this year from riverdale talk um i would it. say looking back not just the strongest actress on the show but possibly the only good actor I thought you were saying possibly the only actor on the possibly show. Possibly the only actor <laughs> on the show. No, we all like um, Cheryl Blossom. And Luke Perry was once on this show till he uh, died. But uh, Lily Reinhardt, always very dependable. I'm so glad she got nominated. That's I don't yeah. have high hopes for a victory here. But uh, congratulations to her. And the entire cast of Riverdale, for what I'm going to assume is their first acting nomination in eight years of the show she's. <laughs> And so your nominees are Alice Lee as Lois Lane, and Elizabeth Tolick as Lois Lane, Kaylee Cuoco from Harley Quinn, and Lake Bell from Harley Quinn, and Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale. And your winner is, should we all say it at the same time? Let's all say it. Uh, do we know who it is? No. Absolutely. Cassie, take a, Cassie, take a guess. Lily Reinhardt, for no. sure. Fuck Mike. off. <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco. It's Kaylee Cuoco as Harley Quinn from Harley Quinn. Yeah. Show of the year. Wait, no, that's not yet. We're, we'll get to that soon. Spoiler. Let's go to show of the year. <laughs> it was a guess. <laughs> uh, I did nothing. Cassie, your first nominee. We have five nominees. Usually we do this in a different way. We just do like a countdown of all 40 shows, but we don't have time. Come on. Uh, we have five nominees. Cassie, your first nominee is Bat Wheels. No, he didn't make it. It made it to the tops. No, it absolutely did not. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is our winner. This is our show of the year. Let me live in this, guys. (laughs) There's a team of cars that become sentient because of (laughs) computers put in them. They must save the world because the bat team is incompetent without them. Um, They're fighting their own little battles. There's an evil ice cream truck they have to go against. Like It's got it all. It's got puns. It's got action. It's got vrooms. Um... Just a it's banger got of rooms. a show. It's got vrooms. It's got vrooms. It's got Cassie <laughs> Davis, the superhero <laughs> show show. It's got them vrooms. Uh, check it out, Bat Wheels, guys. People have been sleeping on it. Cassie, your first nominee is American-born Chinese. I don't care anymore. It's Bat Wheels. <laughs> um, American-born Chinese. Another show that I went into it knowing nothing. Um, just like accepting whatever this was going to be and being blown away. Uh, by everything we got, uh, the action, the stories, the characters, like everything, it felt so good to like watch a show be at this level again. I really enjoyed this one. A breath of fresh air uh, in the kind of story it was telling and the, and the quality, and it's such a beautiful adaptation and modernization from the source material. That's true. Incredible graphic novel, but um, we were they, nervous. They made appropriate changes here. Yes. Uh, Mike, I hate to do this to you, but for one last time in 2023, please talk about Harley Quinn, our next nominee. <laughs> uh, you've heard us fucking rave about it. It's the funniest show on television. Uh, it made people care about Bane, okay? <laughs> a thing nobody thought anybody could do. Not only there's care not, about it, cherish. There's Give not awards a weak to. voice actor uh, in the crew. It is... Uh, it is just a murderer's row of comedians and voice actors, and they know ex- it's crazy that this came from the sick and twisted mind of the man who brought us Shit My Dad Said, the Twitter, and the sitcom. Uh, but he learned how to write, and it's great. Uh, Cassie, our third nominee tonight is Heartstopper. 
this is show ups and downs with this one. Um, but at the end of it, it's still delightful to watch. It's just high school kids trying to figure things out, trying to like find love and be precious together. And they are dumb high schoolers, but sometimes it's just refreshing to watch just that be it. And our final two nominees for show of the year. Uh, I'll throw this out to all three of us. Are my Adventures with Superman and Superman and Lois. Um, what clicked this year? I mean, th- this is somebody who's been made fun of my entire life for just being the shittiest character. Right. Did this crack open this year? Is this something that's been brewing for a while? Why? What happened this year? I think... Create, like I've, I don't know if I'm alone on this show thinking this. I don't think so. That he's a great character. Mm-hmm. And... The people who have made fun of him are lazy hacks who say things like, I love bacon. Uh, <laughs> get a personality. Oh, you don't like Superman? Uh, he's a great character. People have not told interesting stories about him in a long time uh, in the way that broke through to the populace. And hopefully now they're like, oh, this is it. And it's both of these shows. Remember that he is a person first. Yeah. He has people he cares about. Yeah, it's absolutely the human nature that you see in this. Like he... It, the how he has to fight between like the superpowered side and the human side and ultimately he needs to like ground himself and find both of those and superman and lois has to do that for budgetary reasons like right. it can't be super like slugging the whole time my adventures of superman does not it can literally draw whatever it wants and still it chooses to put character in the forefront all right i mean American Born Chinese, Harley Quinn, Heartstopper, My Adventures with Superman, and Superman and Lois. Doesn't that sort of sum up our 2023? Like, aren't those the five shows? Yes. Yeah. That makes it seem like, wow, we watch a lot of good shows. Because mm-hmm. you forget all the other stuff that's not on that list. Well, Looking at was... Go ahead, Cass. You did forget about Batwheels in that re-mention, um, but we did get to talk mm. about it, so it's totally fine. See, remembering Batwheels makes me want to quit. <laughs> I, I did forget I forgot about Batwheels and I did forget about uh Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red. <laughs> Jesus, that thing. That thing. No, I think uh a couple of other kind semi important shows throughout the year um that weren't nominated. Um Sweet Tooth was a big deal for us, Doom Patrol. Uh One Piece was oddly a <laughs> argued about big deal. Um uh, Riverdale's final year at Loki we talked about you know, to varying degrees of success throughout the season. But I feel like these are the five shows that defined us for sure. Yeah. Two of them had Superman. Do you, do you notice anything else about them? American born Chinese, Harley Quinn, Heartstopper, my adventures of Superman and Superman and Lois. Holy shit. Given our reputation. Yes. What is there's our reputation no Marvel. Like? There's not a single mention of Marvel in the shows that we nominated. Ding. Fix well, what, your shit, Marvel. <laughs> what, what is the obvious winner here? I don't know if there's an... I don't think there is. Well, I guess if you've been listening to all the shushies, you're probably screaming, of course, it's Harley Quinn, but we love our Superman. Yeah. The fact that two Supermen are up here is what's throwing me off. Well, don't they... Uh, in other award shows, they like cancel each other out, don't they? We have more integrity than that. <laughs> all right. Your winner is, for a show of 2023... My Adventures with Superman. Nice. What up, freshman show? Oh, I just got a memo. It's been canceled. As soon as we we read that award. Guess Batwheels, come collect the Superman's award. (laughs) That one will never die, you guys. Uh, Uh, Max said that in the event My Adventures with Superman wins the award, it is canceled and Batwheels gets the award. (laughs) Why did we let them do our shushy contract? Because they're geniuses and they know what the people want. Yeah, As love gets it. <laughs> Bat wheels. Um, all right, you guys, we've finally done it. We've figured out the rest of the shushies. Now we got to go to our pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Scott Pilgrim. On the first episode of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, the franchise is reimagined as an anime directly inspired by the comics, but with all of the voices provided by the actors from the movie and written and drawn by the original creator, Brian Lee O'Malley. For those of you unfamiliar with the comics or movies, Scott Pilgrim is a lazy, dirtbag 23-year-old bassist in an indie band who falls in love with Ramona Flowers, a mysterious and cool delivery girl who can skate through people's dreams. 
This, of course, attracts the attention of Ramona's seven evil exes. The first we meet in this pilot, Matthew Patel, who quickly defeats Scott at a sex bomb show. Taste buds, I ask you this. If you know nothing about the book series or the movie, what does this anime offer you? Um, it, it's, yeah, it's cute. It's fast-paced. It, um, it grabs you. Uh, I don't know. My, uh, the big thing I worried about going in was... And I'm not the biggest Scott Pilgrim. I like Scott Pilgrim, the movie, enough. You know, I like the comics enough. I think it, it took over my cohorts mm-hmm. more than it did me. So I was always a little confused by that. But um, is Scott Pilgrim, the character, going to be even more of a turnoff now that I'm even older? And yeah, he's such a scumbag. Right. Um, and it's he's funny enough and likable enough to get you through um so yeah i think it's fine i uh so are we struggling here to like yes so i I think i know why because i think the art is fun Uh i I really enjoyed the art and the video gamification of moments uh that in the way they could do even that that comics can't do and even the movie could barely do uh i'm really enjoying that anamanaguchi is a 8-bit band and they do all the music here and I fucking forgot that band existed and this is awesome. I like all these actors. I like cartoons. As we've said many times on the show, actors and voice actors are different skill sets mm. and I don't know if everybody's bringing what they should be bringing here. It felt stilted. Well, like yeah. you could feel that they're all in separate rooms. I get that from Invincible sometimes too. Um, and I think what's happening more and more when you don't have a really high budget and when you have people doing, I don't want to say favors, but let's say mm-hmm. taking way less money, um, is that you are getting a list of dialogue for your home studio. We don't right. know how good your home studio is. and you You're are walking down the street with your <laughs> iPhone in front of you. You are reading lines three times. Like sometimes I don't even think you have a director around right and your director's picking the three best so you're not interacting with anybody and you are not being directed and so that's where some of the stiltifying comes from like i think that if aubrey plaza just to pick somebody at random uh was in a pixar movie in studio with directors with a big budget potentially with her other actors she would not sound like this yeah that i think that might be a good pick one uh Watch the show and you'll see why Ryan picked that. And two, because we loved her and we've sung her praises for like Legion. Like we shop at the Aubrey Plaza. Yes, yes, we do. God, I love you. Um, Who do you think is the standout as a voice actor so far? I mean, we are who we are. We were born when we were born. Like uh, Ramona Flowers is like the perfect casting, and I think that not just the sexy coolness of Winstead, but like. The laid backness of the character also allows her to not have to like be as cartoony right. as everyone else sometimes needs to. And Michael Sarah's yes. fine too. Like Michael Sarah's got this in the bag. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's something about Ramona Flowers, which is great because we need to believe that she is the dream girl literally. Yes. Like lit- was, yes. is that the movie that she skates through dreams? Yes. Okay. And she does it in this cartoon. I didn't remember that from the movie. Um but she she has to, it has to be believable that there are people that will fight to their death for her and I even b- if they haven't dated since middle school i totally believe it so and always have uh yeah her it's the way she throws off the line at the party did you just ask me if i was real <laughs> i'm like yes this is all right winstead's killing it do you think the show we only have the one episode so far under our belts how is the show doing at showing scott's appeal to Ramona? I mean, that's a good question. I think that Ramona is the kind of character who um, sort of likes going out on... Shitbags? Uh, oh. Like, uh, just dancing on whims and going out on limbs and uh, being on rims and uh, chim-chim trees, of course. and so Full of vigor and vims. I, and, like, she's pretty straight up about this. Like, uh, I, you know... Uh, have the right to change my mind about sex at any point I want. And I, um, you know, might 
be interested tomorrow in going out mm-hmm. on a second date with you. And I think it's because she just has that sort of flighty attitude towards what she's interested in in any given moment. Um, right. Scott has a certain charm that I think you might be charmed by for a day or two. Uh, so I kind of buy it. I I also think, and this is me projecting, given the knowledge I have of the other stuff, is uh, and the real world, when you've been with seven evil people, a situation with a pretty unassuming, non-threatening <laughs> dude you can control pretty easily. I get the appeal there. Were you the Scott or the evil in this situation you've been involved in? Oh, I meant my knowledge of the comics oh. and the movie. But yes, I have been... I've been both sides of this equation, Ryan. I've been evil to some, Scott to others. I also think that um, as I get older and all the characters' age stay the same, uh, the knives chow of it all just... They... I think it's because it's been a minute since I've seen the movie or read the books. I don't remember this aspect and it felt like the cartoon stopped and it's a pretty speedy thing but to stop be like and scott has never done anything other than hold knives hands once we swear to god here's footage of them kissing oh there is no footage because it's never happened where i'm pretty sure they at least made out in the comics and movie cool at least um but that's even as a even much closer to scott's age as i read it i was like so this is the real villain of this book right (laughs) like this guy sucks uh, the other crazy thing is that since the movie came out, one of the characters has become Roman Roy. And yeah. just to hear his voice talking to Scott Pilgrim is very weird. There was no fuckity fuck fuck fucky fucks yet. And I can't wait till <laughs> Wallace says that. Uh, we should let everybody know that um, we're just doing episode one right now, but... Over the next couple of weeks, we are basically turning into a spot. Scott Pilgrim takes over show. Uh, we should probably also let Cassie know that, too. I don't know if she knows that yet. So um, (laughs) we're in the ghost town of December right now. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing for the next couple of weeks. Let's go. Let's also go to moments of the week. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Um, Hmm. I'll say when Matthew Patel uh, breaks up the sex bomb show and it zooms out and turns into like a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter view. I was like, okay, show. You're charming. <laughs> and uh, that, that shit's just going to work. Like, yeah, it's hacky and it's, we've seen it before, but it's also like, oh, cool. When's the it's next what one? what we want. What's, what's the next one going to be? Uh, Ryan, what's your moment of the week? <laughs> Honestly, I think um, it, it was a little bit confusing to watch because I wasn't exactly sure what it was. Um, whether it was a sequel or um, Mike explained it at the beginning of the segment where it, it's a, uh, you know, redo of the comics, which shares a lot in common with the movie. So there's a lot of basically recreated scenes from the movie in this. I didn't know if this was like a previously on. And so they mm. were just going to redo the movie in this episode. So it took me a while to get my bearings. And then once I did, they crushed them all by what happened in the very last second of this episode. So I'm going to yeah. let Cassie catch up. And all, okay. all of our other listeners catch up. Kaz, are you familiar with the movie or the comics? I'm so scared to answer this. Um, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> you, I think you would really enjoy the movie and the yeah. and the comics, but I know asking you to read is... I just on. never learned uh, how. It's yeah, impossible. Asking her to read is impossible. It's, like, <laughs> it's not that I never don't want to. It's just it's simply impossible. I, I know it's. I know it'd be weird if I asked you to build a spaceship. Like how... I, come on. Yeah. She hasn't had the school... <laughs> Exactly. He gets it now. Uh, okay, so the ending of this episode won't come as a shock to you if you haven't if you're unfamiliar. But still, um, for listeners who are like, oh, they're going to cover it. Um, yeah, uh, start with episode one, which I love to do when watching a TV show. No, I like to fuck the order. I decide the order. <laughs> this is like Arrested Development season four, baby. You always say every. You want everything to be Arrested Development season four, don't it's you? It's my favorite thing of anything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely caught me off guard, and I am excited to go on this trek with you two. Yes, uh, as so much of this episode, I was like, all right, and now I'm like, hell yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah. All right, you guys got me. I'm definitely, I got to catch up. Not because First I'm... watch the movie, and then watch this. Whew. All right. You can go. do it. I believe in you. Let's do it. 
Um, Scott Pilgrim is on Netflix, our final show of the week, and I definitely didn't mix up this order. Guys, we're ending it on Fear the Walking Dead. We certainly are ending it on Fear the Walking Dead, Cassie. On the final two episodes of Fear the Walking Dead ever. Yes. Two groups of people, one led by Troy and one led by Madison, fight over Padre. Taste buds, ask you this. Troy's still alive? Sorry. Troy. Were you aware that Fear the Walking Dead ended its eight-season run last week? (laughs) No. No. Did you hear (laughs) anything about this? Only we talk about it and only to say nobody fucking talks about this show. (laughs) Eight seasons Eight seasons. I wonder what baby Johnny Depp's doing these days. I mean, he hasn't been on it in five years, but... Uh, No, I know. I just meant in life. What's he doing? (laughs) I can't believe Troy is back. That, That character died... When we were still watching this show regularly. I don't even know remember who Troy is. I can't remember who Troy is at all. Is Troy does, does not matter. Is Troy Brad Pitt when he was Achilles? Yes, Troy's mm-hmm. Brad Pitt when he's Achilles. Okay, Absolutely. I remember him. You got it. Uh, so I have a surprise for you guys. I have edited Watch together it. and prepared an hour-long retrospective of just us, the three of us. We're going to sit around and we're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead for the next hour. So let's take a break. Come back, and we're going to run down our top 100 moments of Fear the Walking Dead's first and final eight seasons. You know we're talking about that Thanksgiving scene a lot. What, which one was that? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Apparently, I remember us talking about the show way more than you guys do. <laughs> I drank a lot. Uh, oh, the Thanksgiving scene where... Um, it's all a dream. They get in a food fight, and then Norm's wife, Vera, walks in, but they throw a pie at her so we never see her face. Exactly. That and then somebody one. has a sa- attack salad. <laughs> um, Ryan, as host, I'm going to let you know, we're not going to do that. Oh. Uh, I can't. I can't, my friend. Um, I appreciate the hours um, and days you put into that to make it just down to an hour. Um, I'm sure it was a lot of work. But it'll never see the light of day and we will never watch it. And that's because we have to end this show. Guys, I'm getting a verbal memo from Cassie. It says we're not doing the fear of... The Walking Dead thing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Because she started talking and I tuned out. So thank you for reading that verbal memo to me. God damn it. I've been working on this, Mike. We can't always just communicate through memos. Huh? Great. Um, Mike, please tell me about some websites. Popfilter.co is where you can go to get everything we make. Bookmark it. Live it. Laugh it. Love it. Throw a slash Amazon on it. It's holiday shopping season. Popfilter.co slash Amazon is where is your new destination for all things gifts while helping us out. You can Those pre- are what? You can pre-order the eight season box set of Fear the Walking Dead right now and we'll that get a we've all that. signed. <laughs> <laughs> it's sh- the show's biggest critics. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, it went this and long is the quote we put on there. We also there is a uh critics commentary. So it's us just being like, it's not even MST3K. It's just us going, ah, are you serious? <laughs> oh, and I, I want to be clear. When Mike says we all signed it and there's a critic's commentary, Mike, it, what he's saying is that we all signed, like in ESL, the crit- critic's commentary. Yes. It's in the corner, all three of us doing sign language. Yeah. We're very proud of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> uh, Ryan, can you sp- please tell me about another show on the network? Of course. Um, movie of the year is the other show on the network. Right now, we are working our way through 1973 and working our way into your hearts. Um, that season's about to be done soon, and we're going to pick a winner. So get excited for that. You, The world is about to learn what the greatest movie of 1973 <laughs> was. It only 50 took, years in the making. It only took society 50 years to figure that out. You're fucking welcome. Movie you of guys the year. Are heroes. Uh, Mike, you're the only person on earth who understands social media, so please tell me about that. At your pop filter on Instagram. It's new. The kids love it. We're all over it. Go there, follow us. We are also, of course, every four weeks, we do post on Blue Sky. That's at popfilter.bluesky.com. Uh, we also got an email that's contact at your pop 
popfilter. The website is popfilter.co. So what <laughs> so, could the email be? So it's contact at popfilter.co. That's how that works. Um, send us your emails. If you think Mike is too mean to me, um, send 10 emails saying that. Yeah, send us that bitch-ass emails, you fucking simps. <laughs> Do not copy and paste 10 emails. Write no. 10 different emails about how Mike is too mean to Cassie. Yes. Or 10 different people. Get a friend. Oh, Get 10 chain emails. Let's bring <laughs> yeah. those bitches back. Also, Full send us your AOL discs. There was disc? Yeah, that's how you got AOL. What are you fucking talking yeah. about? You get it on the CD, youngin. Damn it. All right, next week, you guys, we're going to be talking about Scott Pilgrim. That's our life. And you know what else? The Return of Spider-Man, the <gasps> animated series. <gasps> we're yes. doing it. Uh, for Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.